Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace. Strengthening the Saints Against Islam's Assault on North America. Well, we want to welcome you here today to Fortress of Faith, standing at the corner of truth and courage. This is Tom Wallace. Well, today we're going to cut into an Islamic doctrine, the doctrine of Al-Hijra. If you have been listening to the subject matter of Islam and the immigration of Muslims coming over here into the West, especially the invasion of these Muslims pouring into Europe uh, these last six months, approximately two million, count it, two million Muslims have poured into Europe. And Europe is heaving with the troubles and the problems that's coming with it. Because many of these people are not coming as genuine refugees, people who are uh, escaping a war-torn community, uh, grateful for a new life. Many of them have come uh, to Europe. Some are uh, just seeking a better life. Islam is very disruptive to uh, people's progress and prosperity. And some are simply coming for an opportunity of prosperity, but they don't want to leave the society or the badge of Islam. So they're coming along uh, with it and bringing Islam with them. Uh, Some are coming to destroy Europe, coming to bring Islam on the kufar, on the unbeliever, and to uh, you know bring pain upon those who are in disbelief of Islam. Uh, now, some are genuine, definitely. Some are genuine immigrants that are coming over, and we need to pay. You know, we as Christians need to have a response to those who are in genuine need, and that's another issue. I want to talk about some of that in the near future because I believe there is a proper Christian response to that. But the, the political response, we have a security threat. And so now all this is called al-Hijra, the migration or the immigration. This is an Islamic doctrine taught by Muhammad himself, taught by his, um, the followers, the disciples, the companions of Muhammad, practiced it, spoke of it. And so let's look into these doctrines. Before we cut into the doctrine of Al-Hijra, you need to understand this concept of Islam. There are two realms in the world of Islam. Dar al-Islam, the abode or the house of Islam. Islam means submission, submission to Allah, surrender, obey, obedience. So there's those that are in Dar al-Islam. And if you're not in that house, in that abode, that realm, then you're in the other realm. And that is Dar al-Harb, the house of war, which is filled with the Kufar. The Kufar is uh, basically the N-word for the the unbeliever. Um, Basically, it means you're the excrement, excuse me, but that's the word in the Quran for us. We're the filth, we're the evil. And the Dar al-Harb, the house of war, they see Islam has declared war on all non-believers. And so if you're not in the house of Islam, you're the enemy of Islam. You're at war. Now, the doctrine of Al-Hijra, there 
are two sides to this sword. This sword swings both ways, okay? And we need to uh, acknowledge that there is one area of Al-Hijra. And uh, this one area is if you are a Muslim, if you are of the house of submission, you cannot remain in the land of the Kufar. You must immigrate. You must leave and exile yourself into the abode of Islam. Now, the idea of this, the first teaching of this, when, when Muhammad was kicked out of Mecca, they did not receive his, you know, the polytheist, the Mushkarun, would not accept the teachings and the doctrines of Muhammad, and they threw him out after about 10 years. And he only had about 150 followers. And so they left with him, many, not all, but those who would al-Hijra, the Hijra, the migration, the moving out of Mecca to the city of Medina, where there were four Jewish tribes. Uh, this was the original Hijra and the migration. So basically the idea and the concept of that teaching is leaving the Kufar, the unbelievers, the Mushkaroons, the filth, and making your way to the land where Muhammad was and where he would preach his doctrine up in Medina. And so this was the call of Al-Hijra. So in other words, it was the migration of Muslims to leave the company of the Kufar to come and join together and live together in the harmony of Islam. Now there are many, many passages that we could read. And if you search the internet, this is likely what you're going to find because this is what the Muslims are putting out there. They want you to think that the Al-Hijra doctrine is solely pretty much just the Muslim. This is called the Muslim to leave the company, the land of the Kufar, of the of Dar al-Harb, the house of war, and to find themselves in the uh, company of the Muslim. Now, by the way, this is the common preaching that's coming out of ISIS. They have the magazine Dabiq and the early, early issues, uh, the foot, you know, front page of the, of the volume two, the call to Al-Hijra, that you have been called to leave the land of the Kufar and to join in the land of the Islamic State. And the land of Syria and the land of Iran, they claimed in their magazine, was not for the Syrians, was not for the Iraqis, but was for the Muslim. And so they've been called to Al-Hijra, and that's when they were calling the Islamic world to come, join the Islamic State there, move, uh, immigrate to that area, and many did. And so that is the Al-Hijra. Now that's one side. As I said, this is a two-sided sword. The other side that they don't want you to understand, by the way, we're going to have many of these passages to these teachings on both sides of this, on our website at fortressoffaith.org, as we always do, we produce a article for every broadcast that we put out, every source that we quote. Now, there's just so many verses for me to quote. Now, by the way, we don't quote just the Quran. The Quran is, uh, are the words of their God, Allah, but the words of their prophet, Muhammad, is out of the Hadith, and there are many collectors of Hadiths. Bukhari is the most common and we'll have some quotes from them. But there's other, you know, not-so-popular hadiths that are being mentioned in these, and we're putting them there for you to study. But basically, there's no end to the al-Hijra. Uh, the Hijra, 
will not be discontinued as long as the enemy is being fought. In other words, so as long as there's the enemy out there, they'll be continuing the Al-Hijra. So as long as there are uh, unbelievers, the filth, the kufar, then you continue it. You continue the Hijra. Now, the other side of the Hijra is pushing for jihad. In other words, taking, immigrating, migrating, into non-Muslim lands to wage war, to fight. Uh, Muhammad said, according to the companions of Muhammad, it's recorded in the Hadith, and again, we've got this quote here in the source there, I charge you five of what Allah has charged me with to assemble, to listen, to obey, to emigrate, and to wage jihad for the sake of Allah. So in other words, to move, to leave your location, to emigrate, to move to another land, and to wage jihad, jihad warfare, holy warfare, for the sake of Allah. Now let me read you some verses out of the Quran. Surah 2, verses 218. Surah means chapters. Chapter 2, verse 218. Surely those who believed and those who emigrated and performed jihad... So in other words, there was a moving, a migration, an immigration into another land, and they performed jihad. Surah 8, verses 72, 74, and 75. Let me read these. Surely those who believed and those who emigrated and performed jihad with their money and their lives for the sake of Allah and those who gave asylum. Surah 8, 74, verse 74. And those who believed and immigrated and performed jihad for the sake of Allah and those who gave asylum and so on. It's kind of repeating pretty much the same phrase. Verse 75, and those who believed afterward and immigrated and performed jihad with you, so those are of you. So in other words, again, the concept here, four verses out of the Quran, leaving your home, going to a new location, a new country, migrating there. Uh, the actual word would be hijra. And uh, after they did it, after they immigrated, they performed jihad, or they fought for the sake of Allah. They fought for their faith, for the faith. And so we have those examples there. There's also another doctrine, another thing you must understand. There's this thing called the upper hand. When you move in, and this was the idea, that when you were small in number, like um, Muhammad, when he was in Mecca, his numbers were small. They didn't have a, a majority. They didn't have the upper hand. So the message in Mecca, as taught by many of the scholars of Islam, was peaceful. But when he went to Medina, he then began to gain the upper hand. And when you gain the upper hand, that's when you began to take up the sword. And so while you are small in number, and you don't have the upper hand, or you're not the uppermost yet, the uppermost and the upper hand sometimes are, uh, are interchangeable terms in these teachings in the scriptures. When you don't have that advantage, you remain peaceful. But when you start to grow in number and you start to have the upper hand, the advantage, that's when you increase in your actions and deeds. Let me read some verses to you. Again, this is claimed to be coming from Muhammad. So be not weak and ask not for peace from the enemies of Islam while you are having the upper hand. So don't ask for peace when you are the ones now gaining the upper hand. When God is with you, 
and will never decrease the reward of your good deeds. Um, let me read another word here, another teaching here on this subject. So do not falter, do not weaken, O believer, upon fighting the disbelievers and cry out for peace. As it is said, this means, for Islam, before fighting, when you will be the uppermost, when you are victorious, and the ultimate consequence will be in your favor. In other words, when you have that upper hand, that uppermost, that advantage, and you have it in your favor, and Allah is with you, he helps you to defeat your enemy. Again, when you have that, then you, you wait, you defeat them when you have the upper hand. You wait for the opportune moment. And there are other, um, uh, other passages that we have up here. So basically, what do we have? Well, what do we have here is that in Islam, they're teaching because of what the Prophet Muhammad said and did, following his example, when he was in Mecca, he was more peaceful. When he had the upper hand in Medina, that's when they started conquering and destroying the unbeliever. And this is the example of what is being laid out of this migration of Muslims pouring into Europe. They feel they have the upper hand because one quarter of the world is now Muslim, 1.7 billion people. And they feel this is their moment, this is their time. So should we be concerned? You bet your bottom dollar we should be concerned. And we better wake up. This Al-Hijra is coming also to your county. This is Tom Wallace. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back again tomorrow.